morning. Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning. We've got all your NBA action from Monday covered. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Black Trey. We've got Rob Lopez stocking the fridge. By the way, before we get to the show, March 2nd at the Middle East in Boston. Boston Count the Dings live show. You don't want to miss that. Go to the Count the Dings Twitter. Go to Jade Hoy's Twitter. Find the ticket link. Get tickets. General admission still available. VIP can only be gotten through the Discord through secondhand sales. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, Elton Brand rejects Magic Johnson. Bucks get hit with a tampering fine. And Kevin Durant is moving things to New York City. But first, Black Trey, I can't emphasize this enough. Do not play a zone against Kawhi Leonard in the clutch. It's not going to work out. Your game of the night, Raptors 127, Nets 125 in Toronto. Really fun game in this one. Uh, Monday night with the Nets getting hot from three-point range late. Nearly pulled off the road upset. Uh, Alan Crabb hit a few late threes. Uh, Kawhi Leonard then attacked the middle of the zone. Nets played a lot of zone in this game. Kawhi Leonard hit the middle of it. Banked in a mid-range jump with a couple seconds left. D'Angelo Russell missed a guarded three-pointer as uh, Brooklyn went for the win. Time expired. Kawhi finished with 30 points, 8 assists, 10 of 20 from the field, 9 of 9 from the free throw line, 18 points, 12 rebounds for Serge Ibaka. Marcus Gasol, 16 points, 6 rebounds off the bench. Uh, Toronto, a little bit of a scary one in, in, in this game, Trey, because they shouldn't be as good as Brooklyn is. They, should, they shouldn't be needing a, uh, a final shot at home to take care of this team, but they still got the win. As far as the final shot, I mean, if most people that tuned into the game, Brooklyn was on fire from the outside. Like, I mean, Joe Harris, DeAndre Russell, like, you can go down the line of these yeah, guys. Just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was at one point they were, like, I think 10 for 20 from the outside. Like, and I was just like, okay, either they're going to break away, but, you know, like, Kawhi Leonard made one play. I think it was where he grabbed his monster rebound. He's pushing the break. He finds Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry hits a three. Like, the momentum shift. And then they got it going, and of course it went down to a wire. It was one bad play that um, the Brooklyn couldn't get off. You know what I mean with them yeah. um, with D'Lo not getting a great look. But um, I thought it was a good game. You know what I mean, especially game, for those yeah. two teams. And I wouldn't mind. I, I know the players already hinted off about um, a potential playoff series. I think that would be actually fun if Brooklyn could actually crack that. Uh, you know, the top eight and and, and yeah, remain there. Yeah, there's six. There's six right now. Uh, you know, Raptors could fall to three. You know, with the way Philly Philly loaded up and everything, like Raptors as a three seed isn't crazy. Um, and a three six combination with with the Nets and the Raptors will be a really fun first round. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, twenty eight points, fourteen assists. I actually thought he, and you know, I don't want to criticize him too much uh, on that final play. I actually thought if he had shot right away, he had a pretty decent look, but he he just hesitated a little, maybe tried to draw a foul, um, and then just got off a, a tough shot. Joe Harris, as you said, twenty four points, seven of eight from downtown. Alan Crabb with twenty two points off the bench, six of ten from deep um and man like you said the nets in this game 20 of 41 from downtown like they shot a ton of threes last season they shoot a ton of threes this season um it is kind of that identity for brooklyn and i think it's why it makes them so dangerous against just about any team because they will just shoot like crazy but what i really like about the six though to be honest is that they got Marcus Gasol coming off the bench. Yeah, I love just, that, man. And then they just now signed uh, Jeremy Lin, yep. you know, for Andrew Van Vliet. Um, they're going to have so much depth going in and so much experience as well. Um, but the idea of just bringing Gasol and him being a vet and being able to, like, apply without, you know, throwing a fit or, like, oh, I should not, you know what I mean? Like, work your way in, especially the pace of the game. Having a mobile big like Ibaka to come in and do things. And then yeah. also, like, you know, uh, what Gasol played under 30 minutes tonight. I think 22 minutes or something like that and added 16. Um, very effective if they can make this thing work, especially down the line if they have to match up with uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Yeah, I, that's a great point about Gasol coming off the bench because before they traded Valanciunas, like they had they had Jonas coming off off the bench and Serge Ibaka starting because they love Pascal Siakam in that in that four spot, right? And I thought, all right, Marcus Gasol gets brought in. Well, he'll be the starter. Serge comes off the bench and he's like, no, I'll come off the bench. I'm good. Serge, you guys keep your thing going. Everything's working here in Toronto. Like he he just kind of fits in. And uh, you know, I know we gave him a lot of crap about being a coach killer last year because he took care of David Fisdale uh, in Memphis. But that's the kind of team mentality, especially with like a you know, he's been an all-star. He's been a defensive player of the year. Like he's a, he's a really good player to have him kind of buy in that way. Um, you know, it just kind of feeds into that Toronto culture that they've been trying to cultivate and trying to, you know, get them, you know, not just into the playoffs and deep in the playoffs, but to become a finals team. I think he just totally bought in. I mean, he knows, he knows what type of situation he's in. He knows he has a chance to actually make, uh, the finals with, uh, you know, being a complimentary player to Kawhi Leonard and uh, Kyle Lowry, as well as the young guys. And then especially adding Jeremy Lamb down to the to the point guard depth, just in case if Kyle Lowry disappears, you know, you still got guys to step in and do what they need, what they do best. Yeah, absolutely. And that's uh, that's now five straight wins for the Raptors. They are a game behind the Milwaukee Bucks for that uh, that race for the one seed. They uh, they played two more games. They've lost two more games than the Bucks. Same amount of wins. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, something worse, guys are usually more comfortable you know, rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. Uh, I'm guilty of it myself. I've had tears in my rotator cuff for years. Still haven't gotten surgery. Still haven't gotten it fixed. Uh, just living with it. And, it. and it's dumb because we never take care of ourselves. Same can be true with erectile dysfunction. Guys, it's not the 50s anymore. We can talk about this. It's fine. It's, all, it's a fact of life. Plenty of people go through it. You get it fixed. Studies show 70% of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. Thankfully, Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. Roman is a one-stop shop where licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose ED and ship medication right to your door. With Roman, no waiting rooms, no awkward face-to-face conversations, no uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. You can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit GetRoman.com ding. You fill out a brief medical onboarding chat with the doctor. You get FDA-approved ED meds delivered to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Uh, guys, go online and get checked by a doctor. It's so easy. Erectile dysfunction is a problem that guys never tackle, but with Roman, it's really easy, so take care of it. We're not, we're not, we're not going to be upset about this anymore. We're going to get it taken care of. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash ding. That's GetRoman.com slash ding for a free online visit. Again, GetRoman.com slash ding. All right, Trey, let's get to the news from Monday that you need to know for Tuesday. A lot going on and a lot. It's a big news day for tampering. Elton Brand has blocked... Ben Simmons from learning from Magic Johnson and the league is starting to investigate the Lakers for tampering. Ben Simmons basically said he wanted to learn from the greats of the NBA and its history. So Rich Paul reached out to the Lakers and Magic Johnson, see if he could teach him some of those big guard tricks. And uh, Magic mentioned this over the weekend, said he was waiting to hear from Elton Brand, the Sixers, for their approval. Elton Brand then went on the radio today uh, and said he declined this a month ago. Trey, what the hell's going on? What's this timeline? This timeline doesn't doesn't match up at all. Well, just rolled out from Ramona Shelburne that Elton Brand called Magic Johnson Monday afternoon to apologize for insinuating that the Lakers had called unprompted. 
to ask permission for Johnson. I think this whole situation is weird. I think we're yeah. in too deep now. I just want to focus on the teams that's playing right now and worry about the off the court business when it's time in July. It, do, it does feel like we're like super interested in the Lakers tampering, right? Because of this whole Rich Paul connection. And I do mm-hmm. think it's a little over, over Rich Paul is out of control right now. Rich Paul, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's one Rich thing. Rich Paul's like doing some Game of Thrones stuff right here. For, for, for casual fans that don't know, this whole leaking of, of stories isn't new. No, Rich Paul is not the first guy to do this stuff. No, it's been but terrible. it is magnified because of his connection and who he's attached to. You know, of course, LeBron James is his client and his yep. friend as well. And, you know, even Griff came out and said that LeBron had no hands in on most of the GM moves. Yep. This is a situation of like, like, they just don't care at this point now, whether it's messing with the Pelicans and, you know, playing mind games and leaking a story about, you know, uh, they're threatening to do this and threatening to do that. And, you know, now the Pelicans are saying they had no knowledge of them being fined. You know what I mean? Like, it's just such a, a puppet master situation. And it's it's going to get old eventually. You know yeah, what I, I mean? mean? It's starting to go to, get old now, man. Like, I, well, like the, I, the fact I, that we're a 12 month league also now, it's, yeah. it's even more going to be exhausting. I say Absolutely. by year two of, after this, we're all going to be burnt out and just really don't care about the off the court stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. The league is uh, looking into possible tampering with the Lakers, Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons. But Elton Brand did say he's not worried about that. He has a great working relationship with with Rich Paul and Simmons, who is a Rich Paul client, obviously. Uh, Speaking of tampering, the Milwaukee Bucks owner, Mark Lazary, got hit with a $25,000 tampering fine uh, for mentioning Anthony Davis and Milwaukee uh, as a previously mentioned preferred destination uh, during all those trade leaks. Uh, he, Lazary told the sporting news, this is what got him fined. I saw that report and I think it's great. It's a little bit in, it's a little bit of what we want. We want players to come and play in Milwaukee. Uh, and part of it is when you're winning and you're setting a standard for excellence, people see that people want to win. We hope it would be players like Anthony Davis and others who would want to come to Milwaukee. Can't mention names, Mark. And, uh, for a billionaire, I'm sure that $25,000 hit's going to hurt. Yeah. You know, like right now, I don't think they should have been hit with that. I think the whole tampering thing is going to be just dragged all the way out. Like everybody not trying to get everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I would I would love some a couple people to join Count the Dings. But at the end of the day, am I going to get hit with a tampering fine? I need to know, you know, because that's a good question, man. I don't know. You know what I mean? don't know like, the FCC laws on this stuff. That is crazy, dude. You can't even mention someone's name anymore. And that might uh, be a good buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It might, it might be a little too sensitive. Like you mentioned with this rich Paul stuff, it might be a little too sensitive with the tampering stuff. Uh, speaking of sensitive, Kevin Durant is moving 35 ventures, his, uh, company. I don't know. I don't really know what that is, uh, to New York office from Ramona Shelburne of ESPN. Uh, this is from her piece in this, in this sense, Durant knows exactly who he is. He's not a hustler or a hype man. He's a hooper who needs people like Kleiman, his agent and 35 ventures marketing with Sarah Flynn to build his business and brand for him. The company has 10 employees at the moment, but is moving into a new office building in New York city. As it continues, what Durant's in, Durant insists is a careful expansion. Uh, he said, I just feel like if you can do it in more of a strategic way, if you put yourself out there too much and then under deliver, that's not good. Uh, which then prompted Amin Al Hassan to tweet out uh, that face he gave the camera when, uh, when we were talking about Kevin Durant on the jump and possibly going to New York, uh, it, this is happening, right, Trey? Man, 
if the puzzles, I was gonna, I was gonna tweet out actually a puzzle emoji uh, today, <laughs> and what I meant by that, you know, obviously I joked around and found an old tweet of Rich Kleiman saying one day he was gonna uh, run the Knicks, right? right yeah. And now following up, as much as he attacked Ethan and did all this other stuff. He's bringing the media. He's just make. He's playing now at this point. By the way, he just launched like what is it called? The boardroom, like with ESPN. So he's comfortable with some of the media because they're putting him up on ESPN Plus and all that crap. Yes, and it's and it's so funny because it's like, dude, you're so you're you're such a weird dude. Like you're a very good basketball player, but you're I mean, also weird. Like yeah, I respect weird. what you do on the court. Yeah, but. If you are going to be a stand-up guy about this situation, say, I don't want to answer any questions until July, you know, but I'm keeping my options open, I think people will back off. But once you go mute and you create this scenario and you feed it, yes, I'm going to write and I'm going to assume that's that— That's the thing, Trey. As soon as he went mute, that's when all this stuff really started picking up, man. Like, it, like obviously, the rumors and the jokes were there before, but, like, it, it got serious when he didn't talk for a week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and now, look. These are the things. These are the things that fall in line. The Knicks uh, post their uh, season tickets with the image of him. Oh God, that was so funny! And then they that. removed it. Yeah. And then you know, and then now he launches this business in New York City. Mm-hmm. And he's not going anywhere without Rich, and that's fine. Like, yeah. fam, if this is listen, if you want to bail. So be it, Bell. We're not going to call you a, a snake and all this other stuff. Do what you got to do. You've earned your right to move on. You yeah, won man, you won the best to ever do it. Go on about it. You know what yeah. I mean? But at this point, you playing these games and, and, and blaming other people saying they're creating false narratives, you're the you're the start of it. Yep, absolutely. Own Just own yep. it, bro. Absolutely. We don't care no more, honestly. You no, get, man. Just do what you're going to do. Three, you get a third ring. Just go. Just do what get you're going to do, and don't make these straw man arguments about the media. Like that, we. I, I'm a part of the media. I know how bad we are, but like we didn't do anything here. That's you. You did this by being silent. All right. We'll take. I'll take the blame for the media for the the rest of the stuff. But that was you. Um, the NBA, according to Mark Stein of the New York Times. The NBA says they did not threaten fines for the Pelicans. Mike Bass, NBA spokesman, said Monday that the Pelicans were advised that the team had not identified a proper basis to hold Anthony Davis out of games post-trade deadline. League rules governing competitive integrity therefore require that he be permitted to play. Mike Bass also denied an ESPN report from last week that said the Pelicans were threatened by the league with per-game fines of $100,000 if they sat Davis when he wanted to play. My question here, Trey— uh, what happened to the Kings sitting Zach Randolph? What happened to the Cavs sitting J.R. Smith? What happened to the Grizzlies sitting Chandler Parsons? What happened to the Rockets sitting Carmelo Anthony? Like Van Gundy said earlier in the week, right? He said they're trying to bully the owner, you know, into this situation. I get it. It's bad for business. Yes, you want Anthony Davis to go to a big market because you're going to sell more tickets. But you also have to be fair. Now, they shouldn't find him. I mean, they got an asset. So at this point, I don't want protect that. it, man. This dude hasn't played 82 games, so I can't guarantee that I'm gonna put him out to the floor, put him out there on the floor, and he's gonna raise his value and not get hurt. Yeah, he just had to sit him for a finger injury. So I'm sitting him for the rest of you. I don't care if everybody's groaning in the crowd. I'm trying to move him at draft time or, you know, a possible trade or sign and trade or something with somebody and get some valuable pieces. You know what right. I mean? Of course, Boston's dangled some pieces around and and possibly they can get a number one pick to, you know, reinvent themselves. But I'm not mad at New Orleans for that. 
You know what I'm saying? But I think it's crazy that leaks and rumors and all these other situations, especially with the NBA not supporting this small market, is bad for business. Yeah, man, I'm with you. I, I just at this point, you got to protect the trade. And that and that's and that's what they're not allowed to do by Anthony Davis playing. All right, everybody, you know what time it is. It's back-to-back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. That's B, the number two, and B again. You sign up. You put five bucks in your account. FanDuel matches that with five bucks. Then you get to play with B2B listeners every single Wednesday. Shout out to this week's winner, Antonio. He joined us on the Friday mailbag. He was great. He asked us questions. He answered questions. And that can be you, too, if you go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. Sign up. Put money in. You're going to get money. And then you get to play with B2B listeners and get on the mailbag. All right, let's get to the other games from Monday night. Thunder 120, Blazers 111 in Portland. Tenth consecutive triple-double for Russell Westbrook that breaks a shared record with Wilt Chamberlain. He had 21 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists. Paul George, also a triple-double, more absurd, 47 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. Uh, he's just been incredible lately. He's having like, like 35 points per game or something like that over his last like 25, 26 games. Like he's just been absurd. He's shooting like 41% from three on nine attempts a game. Like he's he's been ridiculous, Trey. Like I I don't know that I believe this will hold up in the playoffs because uh, I just remain skeptical of how Russ will play and how Paul George will play off of him. But right now it's hard to it's hard to argue with anything that's happened on the court for the Thunder. Look, dude, today was the best I've seen the Oklahoma city thunder play in a long time. I mean, a long time, probably since 2012, I'm not even gonna hold you. So in this situation, you got Deontay Burton, shouts to Deontay Burton. Yeah. He had a great Um, team. Great game. He has the same build as Julius Randle drives me crazy, but (laughs) stepping in, shooting a three, that was big. Raymond Felton had a big game. Obviously, you know, Russell had his triple double. Um, and I think that's just 10 straight. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, Russell's doing what he's doing. You know, even though he cuts, like I said, he catches a lot of slack for his his low IQ sometimes and and the shot selection. But I think he's playing very well. And like they're what they're they're possibly in third. Yeah, I think they're they're, they're third right now. Yeah, they're third right now, man. Like you know, like I can't I can't argue with what they're doing. And then Paul has raised his play to like I, I don't even know. Dave before said that you know early on that he he was playing as it. MVP candidate and I smirked and I owe Dave before apology. Um, Paul George is playing like a madman. It's just that the season is so crazy that everyone's playing so yeah, well. Like he, like he would James be, Harden he would be out his third mind. for me right now. He'd be third. For his me right numbers now. are better than KD MVP here right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they are. And, and that's wild to me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But I think that as we watch more and more basketball as years to come, these, these numbers are going to get shattered. Guys yeah. are just that good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one funny stat in this game, one rebound for Steven Adams in 35 minutes because uh, Paul George and Russell Westbrook were grabbing all of them. Damian Lillard, 31.7 rebounds, six assists in the loss. Uh, another bad shooting game for CJ McCollum, who's had a little bit of a rough stretch. He had 13 shots points. shots going to kill someone today. <laughs> 13 points on five of 20 from the field. Uh, Jake Lehman had 17 off the bench. Pistons, 121. Wizards, 112 in Detroit. Kind of an important game. Uh, Pistons moved into the eight seed. They're now game up on Miami, three up on the Wizards with this win. Andre Drummond is on 
on a tear right now. 32 points, 17 rebounds, four steals. He was phenomenal. Blake Griffin, 31 points, nine rebounds, nine assists. Reggie Jackson was part of a third quarter run that that really gave the Pistons control of this game. He was four four from downtown, had 16 points. Uh, Bradley Beal was phenomenal. 32 points, 10 assists, six rebounds. None of it matters because the Wizards just suck. Uh, Bobby Portis had 24 points, six made threes off the bench for the Wizards. Uh, Pacers 99, Hornets 90 in Indiana. This was an ugly one. Other than the third quarter, Pacers just put the clamps on the Hornets every single quarter, allowed 19 points in the first, second, and fourth quarter of this game. Uh, they got got out in front early with a uh, strong first quarter, maintained the rest of the night. Miles Turner led the Pacers 18 points, nine rebounds, three steals, three blocks. Darren Collison had 13 and eight. Uh, Tyreek Evans, 12 off the bench. Kemba Walker, 34 points, nine rebounds, three assists. Cody Zeller gave him 18. Jeremy Lamb gave him 21 points on 22 shots. No other help. Hornets shot 32% from the field, 17% from deep. Nicholas Batum, $25 million, 1 of 8 from the field, 0 of 7 from three-point range. Cavs 107, Knicks 104 in Cleveland. What an ugly-ass game. 17 straight losses for the Knicks. Big highlight, Mario Hazonia dunked on Marquise Chris so hard that DeAndre Jordan started giving it or started riding uh, piggyback style on someone's someone's back on the bench. It was uh, it was a crazy reaction. Knicks were looking for Luke Cornett at the end of the game for clutch shots. If you're wondering who that is exactly. Uh, also, Knicks are playing a zone a lot this season. I hate it. It's making me want to hate David Fisdale because of this. Colin Sexton had 20 points on 21 shots, uh, 15 points, 16 rebounds, forces for Larry Nance. Kevin Love. Second game back, 14 points, nine rebounds in 16 minutes. Bucks 112, Bulls 99 in Chicago. Weird game for the Bucks. Pulled away late, but it took too much energy to dispatch this Bulls team. Giannis was phenomenal. 29 points, 17 rebounds, uh, eight assists, four blocks. Eric Bledsoe at 19. Bucks were real sloppy in this game. Zach Levine, 27 points, seven assists, five rebounds. Uh, he, he had a shooting stroke going. Lauren Markkinen, 20 points, 17 rebounds. Otto Porter had 18 points, seven rebounds, four assists, but the Bulls shot just 38% from the floor. Rockets, 120. Mavs, 104 in Houston. Trey, the streak continues. James Harden scores 11 points in the fourth quarter with all of them coming late to get to 31 points for the game. He now has 30 straight games of 30 points or more. He was hunting this one a little bit at the end, but you know what? I'm all for it. You keep streaks alive. Russell Westbrook was hunting assists to keep the triple double streak alive. I'm, you know, historic streaks, streaks like this, keep them going as long as possible. Oh yeah. I'm all for it, man. Uh, I seen, I seen a, a, a interesting take. I seen Luka Doncic greater than Ben Simmons. Ooh, that's a little early. It's, that's a it's, little. Luca's it's, really good. That's a hey, little early. I like Luca. Yeah, that's a little early. You know me. I'm a Luca guy, but you'll need to see a little bit more before yeah. I hop on this train. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, by the way, Harden had eight rebounds, seven assists, five steals to go with his 31 points. Chris Paul 17 and 11. Uh, Rockets went 23 of 60 from downtown. Luka Doncic 21 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists. Uh, didn't get much help though. Mavs turned the ball over 18 times. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 12. Luke or, or Jalen Brunson helped Luke out with uh, just 13 points. Wolves 130, Clippers 120. Wolves used an 18 to three run to close out the first half, then extended that into the third quarter. We're on a 40 to 12 run at one point, um, but the Clippers tried to come back. They've come back from a 20 point deficit three times during this road trip, almost did it a fourth time, but couldn't quite pull it out. Lou Williams, 45 points. He had 21 in the fourth quarter. It was just ridiculous. Uh, rest of the, or he, that was off the bench for him. Clippers starters combined for 31 points. Carl Anthony Towns, uh, 24 points, 10 rebounds. Derek Rose had 22 off the bench. No Robert Covington, no Andrew Wiggins in this game. Uh, with the Clippers loss, Kings now in the eighth seed. 
And uh, Nuggets 103, Heat 87 in Denver, 16-0 run in the third quarter for Denver, took control of this game. Jokic is too much, 23 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, uh, 20 points for Malik Beasley, who's balling lately, man. He's been so good. Monty Morris had 17 off the bench. Uh, this Heat team is just a disaster offensively, so we don't need to really talk about them. Heat are a game behind the Pistons. Uh, Malik Beasley, you like his game, Trey? Oh, absolutely. I'm a huge fan of Beasley. He can shoot, man. He can really shoot. Their whole backcourt, though, I, I mean, as far as bench mob, I, I'm I'm a big fan. Like, they're a fun league pass team. Yeah, and, and if Isaiah Thomas gets back and he can be healthy, like, that's a that's just a lot of depth, a lot of scoring in the backcourt. Let's go, Zika. <laughs> Line of the night. We got a bunch of candidates. Andre Drummond, his 32 points, 17 rebounds, four steals in the win over Washington. Kemba, 34 and 9 in a uh, loss to the Indiana Pacers, D'Angelo Russell, 28 and 14 loss to the Raptors, Giannis, 29 points, 17 rebounds, eight assists, four blocks in the win over Chicago. James Harden, as mentioned before, 31 points, 30 straight games of 30 or more. He also had eight rebounds, seven assists, five steals Westbrook, his triple double 10th in a row, 21 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists, Paul George, 47 points, 12 rebounds, 10 assists. First time in thunder history that they uh, teammates had triple doubles in the same game. Where are you going for line of the night, Trey? Oh, I'm going with Palmdale P 47, 12 and 10. Yeah, I got to go. I'm, I'm with you. Like he was just, he was too good in that game. Just cooked the blazers and you know, 47, 12 and 10. That's a ridiculous line. Those are video game numbers. That's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash count the ding. Subscribe to the back to back podcast today. A new basketball buds. We also have nerd. She wrote on Thursday, mailbag on Friday. Uh, go subscribe to the separate black opinions matter Monday feed, which you can find on all podcast platforms. Who was on a slow-mo was on this week. Kyle Anderson. Yeah. Told a great Mike Conley story. You can uh, subscribe rate review for that. Uh, review the daily ding as well. We've also got more back-to-back network content. Key and Fai's NFL pod, the interceptable house of Strauss, pack your knives. Thanks for waking up with us. Eat your egos, take your vitamins, go, uh, you know, go pretend to work all day and uh, make sure to listen to our podcast. Trey, hit me with it. Vucevic. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs>